Lot Move Podcast. This is Troy. This is Chris. And today we have a special guest with us. It is our friend Mel. Mel, how's it going? All good. Hi, everyone. Very excited to be here with some of my favorite people. It's awesome. And it's been a lo- it's been too long. So very excited to chat with you guys. It's been so long. Like I we used to work together and each of us moved on to bigger and better things, but it's great to see you and it's great to talk about this because little known fact, Mel got us into doing a podcast a little bit and gave us a little bit of a proving ground to see if it was something that we would enjoy and it stuck and we have definitely you to owe for getting us into this. Oh, I am excited to hear that. I am very proud of myself for getting you guys to do this. No, not really. Um, It was really, you know, it was a really fun experience to get to just sit in on some of your sessions and hear you geek out about comic books. I'm a fan of comic books and like superheroes, not to the extent that you all are, but it was really, for me, it's like almost like a class and a teaching session where I learned a lot. So uh, it was awesome. So y'all, you'll take all the credit. Y'all amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, we're still going to give some team when we can. (laughs) But today, Chris, today we're talking about Miss Marvel. I almost said Captain Marvel because we hear Captain Marvel more in this first episode than we do Miss Marvel at any other time. Yeah, and I don't even think Miss Marvel is said outside of the credits. It's not even really said. So I had to catch myself too when I was like, you know, I don't really write down notes, but I was having my mental notes and I was like, oh, Captain, well, no, Miss Marvel <laughs> and all that. But yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you think? I loved it. It was the the one Marvel show in the last like year where I had no notes, <laughs> where I was like, it was exactly what it should have been for, you know, this particular character. I never really read Miss Marvel comics. My only experience with the character is with the Avengers game. You know, she was the star of that. And I really liked the way they portrayed her in terms of like the the way they kind of introduced her as a fan of the Avengers and then becoming a hero. That was cool. The rest of the game sucked. But <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like this show's on the right track. And um, it was interesting because we might have talked about this a few times, like some of these Marvel shows and projects have, have all felt very much the same. This felt very different, you know, from the style, the way yeah. it introduced sort of like all those drawings and stuff. I thought that was just going to be in the trailer. So to see that kind of be introduced for Kamala's family and culture to be, you know, front and center, it definitely made me feel like care about her before the superhero stuff got introduced towards the end. And I think that was really important to introducing a new character. Yeah. I agree on everything you said. I absolutely loved it. Every minute of it, I was watching it like, oh my God, I can't. I was excited for it beforehand. I uh, hadn't heard about Miss Marvel until I heard that they were doing the show. And I kind of read a little bit about it. And one of my best friends is a very, very hardcore comic book fan. And he loves Kamala. So he uh, he had talked to me a little bit about it. And discussed, we both discussed how excited we were for it. And for me, everything they threw out there, every single promotion that they did, it was just, it looked beautiful. And I was so here for, you know, this like young girl of color, superhero, and just like different, like youthful take on the superheroes. Cause we do have Peter for Peter Parker, right? From Spider-Man who is like this, that youthful center for the Avengers. But I feel like he's a genius. 
Yeah, it's like a and kid genius. I know. And then, you know, you have the younger, the younger people like Kate Bishop for Hawkeye and then we, the new Black Widow is, and all that stuff with, you know, Yelena. But this is like a kid, like an actual, it feels like a kid. And I, and like, I think it's a really nice compliment to that, like Peter Parker vibe. And I know she's been compared to Peter Parker in the sense that, you know, it's that type of like fun, young character that you care for both uh, for Kamala and for Miss Marvel. You care for both and you're interested in hearing more about both. So uh, I absolutely loved everything about the show. I thought it was beautifully directed, beautifully, the music, the audio, all of it was gorgeous. And just like the visuals with all the, like you were saying, like the drawings, I just felt like it added this, like an extra pinch of magic in my thoughts. And it's, yes, it feels very different. All the editing style, the the filming style, all of it is very different. Like, I don't know, it's just, it, it feels more more comic booky uh, in some ways, which I think is fun to bring into this like youthful character. And I, the yeah, the centering her culture was just beautiful. I feel like there's probably a bunch of of people that are, are just seeing themselves reflected and seeing their family reflected in ways that you know, I, I as a Latina, I mean, I can't relate directly, but I can relate to the beauty of seeing yourself on screen or seeing experiences that are similar to yours on screen. And I just thought it was, I absolutely love everything about it. I'm like, so, you know, giggling because it's yeah. just, it's great. What was interesting was the last few projects. That was the first time I actually like smiled watching a Marvel project recently. I didn't really particularly love Moon Knight. So to, to watch something that felt like some of the dialogue, like the, the quirkiness of it, the humor actually made sense with these being kids, you know, the principle that was in it. It's just like, it feels like all these characters feel very like, well, adjusted for or well-placed for this universe. And I love Bruno. I thought he was a really cool character. He almost felt like yeah. the yeah. Peter Parker of the series where he's like, you know, a genius yeah. and stuff like that. And then going he's back the to genius. kind of like yeah. Spider-Man, what- Is he the genius or is he the man in the chair? I think he's the genius. I think he, you know, <laughs> he's the genius. He's the genius that will be the man on the chair. That's what I like. He's like the, he's like not the, not the forefront genius. He's like behind the scenes genius. That's what I yeah. would say. Which- Real quick, just speaking of like, I know we've talked about Spider-Man in this, but I definitely feel like with how they like threw those drawings and the emojis with the signs in it, I was like, man, this very much reminds me of Spider-Verse a little bit and the end credits for No Way Home. True, 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 true. And you know, we what's great about this is like, kids never really got, you know, especially this generation, like a true Spider-Man. Like even though this newer Tom Holland Spider-Man was in high school, Part of the criticism was he was Iron Man Jr. <laughs> when he was introduced, he's like, hey, here's your suit. Here's this. Oh, actually, you have like a genius level intellect. You could figure things out and stuff. Whereas with Kamala, she's, she feels very much like, hey, I'm just a fan of these things. Like, you know, girls like me don't save the world. And um, it definitely plays really well. It doesn't feel like they're just throwing in that line to pander to any audience or anything. It feels like they did the work to make the story make sense. For sure. And I've got to admit, like there were some times where I was like, this is definitely a show for high schoolers or about high schoolers. And I was like, why? That's why I don't like it, because I'm not in high school. I'm not a high schooler. But like once I took that step back and was like, that's what it's about. Just like the other day when we were like Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars is for kids, man. That's why they're writing it this way. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a great show. If I think about who their target audience is. And this is like the first marvel disney plus series where we've only gotten one episode 
all the other ones they've given us like two or three which is kind of interesting that like this is the first one and you know people i'm all three of us sound like we're already hooked on it yeah and we still got five more to go I think when they do that, it, they know, I think they've watched the episodes and they're like, hey, if we don't do two, people are going to be like, this makes no sense. Mm. <laughs> With this one, it was the first one where I watched one episode and it made like complete sense. It was paced perfectly. I don't feel like I need more information. Yes, I want the story to unfold, but it's not like, oh my God. And, you know, I think there isn't a preconceived notion of what this should be. So I think there's not as much expectations they have to live up to, to kind of like throw that out and kind of like to kind of like bounce off like that Star Wars. The reason I said that is because, you know, Star Wars, the reason I, is stupid in a lot of ways. <laughs> like the, <laughs> like the, people do dumb things in Star Wars. There's like dumb dialogue, but we love it for it. Like, whereas with Miss Marvel, I appreciated it even not being someone young, I was like, this feels like really well written. If I was in high school, this probably would have been my my favorite Marvel project. And that's what I really appreciate about it. And, you know, not that it like blew me away. But again, it was the first one I watched where I was like, I have no notes. Yeah, <laughs> they did it exactly. It's how purely, they purely enjoyable, which I think is, you know, we have we people joke about this face of Marvel being the go to therapy <laughs> session, because, you know, with all the things that we're seeing, uh, it's definitely a lot of traumatic uh, you know, mental health related issues. And yeah, Moon Knight is at the top of that list. Mm. Very, very at the top. I liked it. I also have a personal uh, soft spot for Oscar Isaac. Who doesn't? And when he spoke Spanish at the end, I was like, I collapsed, flat out <laughs> died. I was, I'm in love. I just loved it. And it's like someone was speaking Spanish in Marvel. I'm here for it. I haven't yeah. seen, I haven't seen a, a multiverse of madness. And I know that America says a few things in Spanish, yeah. but I haven't seen it. So how funny is that, though, that the, the first Latin superhero in Marvel is uh, a personality? <laughs> I, know. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. I'm very, very curious to see where they take that, because that makes absolutely no sense with the name. But yeah, yeah. side note, that is, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, side yeah. note completely. But <laughs> we'll get you on for Moon yes. Knight season two. But. <laughs> but I thought it was just purely enjoyable in contrast with all the like intense dramatic, very deep. And that's not to say it's superficial. It's just, it's not going in that direction. That's that just has to do with a lot of heaviness. It's much more light. And I think that's really enjoyable. And I think that's in a way why it's, it can be so successful too, because it's, it gives us a break of the intensity that we've kind of received from Marvel. And it's going to be like a fun show because it's about, it's, it's a, teenager right it's like it, it, like you were saying it happens in high school and it has to feel true and honest to that experience and yeah i'm looking i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and i definitely felt that the first episode was very uh, self-sufficient and it really gave me you know like like you said i did, it didn't wrap up with me saying feeling like i missed something it felt like it was a really good base a really good setup and like okay let's see where they take this now because now they already showed me the powers they already set it up in a way so now i'm going to get more context and we're going to see that develop so i'm i think they did a really good job i think they did too and i think this definitely has potential to be maybe definitely a great series from what we've seen so far and I think a more important one too, because for me, my two favorite Marvel movies are Ant-Man and Thor Ragnarok. And this kind of has that lightheartedness about yes. it. And so I think, you know, as the season progresses, we'll kind of get some more of that lightheartedness that really like 
makes this a favorite for some people. Leaning into what's like the future episodes, how do you think this is going to tie into the MCU? Like, are we going to see some cameos from other characters? Are we going to introduce like newer characters we've never seen before? Or like, what's going to happen? What do you guys think? I think all of the above. I think (laughs) I'm like confident that some cameos are going to happen. It's like, you cannot... You cannot shape a story of someone that's basically obsessed with the Avengers without maybe is happy. I don't know, but someone has to show up in some way in there to connect it to the larger universe. And it's for sure they will be introducing some new characters that you're not sure. Because this is what they've done across the different series, right? There's always like these Easter eggs or these like new characters that show up that then will eventually probably have a larger part on the on the mcu i am excited to see her join captain marvel i half think that that might be something at the end where they're going to tie it into captain marvel in a very obvious way whether that is a hint that carol danvers is back and or something that then is going to lead up but in some ways, like somehow how they did with WandaVision that wrapped up in a way that really took you to Multiverse of Madness. I feel like with this, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it that way because they've also been very, Kevin Feige has been very vocal about the fact that Kamala is coming, will be in the next Captain Marvel movie. Oh, so like he like very vocal about it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have some form of cameo of her or someone from the universe. I think it makes sense. And then again, they will definitely be introducing some people, I'm sure. Or like, maybe it'll be like a very obscure suggestion or reference that you might not, the way that they kind of suggested that Miles Morales exists in the universe with their, with, you know, with his uncle and stuff like that. Stuff like that, I would say. You know, as you were talking, it kind of like hit me. This show is set in New Jersey and WandaVision was set in Jersey. And that's where Monica Rambeau was, Mm. you know, when we last saw her and we know she's going to be in the Marvels. And, you know, I I think that's like the most obvious where it's like, Hey, you know, this character has to be in that movie. So by the end of it, they have to be fully formed in the position they need to be for me, like what I want to see, or, you know, really don't want to see, I don't want anyone to mention they were blipped out. (laughs) I I am tired of it. Like, that's why I like this show a lot. I was like, as Melanie was saying, I was like, I am done with it. I am over it. Like, I, you know, when I was watching Multiverse of Madness and they were in the wedding and that guy was like, yeah, my brother died. My dog died. It all sucked. I'm like, dude, if anyone mentions this one more time, we get it. Move on. <laughs> so that's really where I'm at. I'm like, hey, as long as they keep doing what they've been doing, I'm happy. Obviously, they have to set up the Captain Marvel sequels. You know, it's called the Marvels, so we have to have Miss Marvel. We have to have the other Captain Marvel, Monica. And it'll be exciting to see them all three together when that does happen. And also, like, I would love to see, like, Captain Marvel in this, you know, just to kind of put her in a better position for the movie. Because I feel like in every other movie since, like, they've been like, oh, my God, she's like the most popular and strongest hero. But it's like when you watch the movie she was in, you're like, I don't think anyone, even her friends really like her. (laughs) So it'd be good to like for them to be like, you know, make her a little bit more like, oh, like, yeah, this is why people are fans of you and stuff. You know, outside of that moment where, you know, she kind of like she sees Peter Parker. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's like the what the 
the best Captain Marvel moment in these movies. So I would love to see her kind of get like one of those moments. Like I didn't like the original Doctor Strange, but I started to like the Doctor Strange character in sort of like when they, you know, when they would appear in other things. Like I love his little cameo in Thor Ragnarok and, and stuff like that. And by the time Multiverse of Madness came around, I'm like, I'm super pumped for this. I hated the first movie, but I'm still excited. I hope that happens. We get a little bit of moment like between her and Carol. Um, I mean, Kamala. I definitely want like a moment like how she had with Peter because even though that's small, it's like, yeah, you're definitely likable. And like the, that one moment just alone to me shows there's a capability for like mentorship to happen between her and younger heroes. So let's see what happens. And, you know, hopefully she'll get a fan geek out moment and we'll, she'll behave exactly how all of us would behave if we ran into our favorite superhero <laughs> or, you know, we're, whenever we're just at Comic-Con or something, we'll, we'll get to see some good stuff from there. Yeah. And now you mentioned Comic-Con, Avengers Con people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a great moment. You know, that was dope. It felt like, you know, this is the perfect time for, for this kind of show to happen where like, oh, all these things in the universe exist. Like, it's almost like reading a comic book where all these things are happening in the background where these characters exist, where like, whereas before, like when we had like the Netflix shows, maybe you'd see a poster. It's like Battle of New York or something. Now it's like, hey, we have a whole convention. She has a rocket raccoon plushie in her bed. Her dad <laughs> makes, you know, Hulk costumes for them and stuff like that. So it's it's an interesting place to be in the Marvel Universe. And it's the perfect time for, for a hero, you know, as young as Kamala to be inspired and, and step into those shoes. Yeah, it's always, it's also very meta for me, just like watching them and just experience the Avengers in that way. Um, and like all the posters and like the, you know, heroes, like in, mem in memoriam kind of thing for mm -hmm. Tony and, and Black Widow. It's just, it feels very, uh, I don't know, like intense to me in that, in a way, because it's, it's just, it makes it, it just expands it so much more. And then it, in ways it seems absurd, but at the same time, it makes total sense. It's like, if this were real, yes, that would happen. And yeah. it's like when, when you watch the, the Avengers play the broadway show that's yeah. just it's just it's so meta but it's so genius and it's just so perfect because you would that would happen a hundred percent that would happen so i just thought it was really funny and but you know like a cool way like that's fun and cool and i can see that happening in real life yeah for sure i feel like if it wasn't done in that show it would have already happened in real life by now at some point in time I also love the Scott Lang kind of reference at the beginning when she mentions that the the podcast. Oh the yeah, Scott that was Lang funny. Podcast. Oh yeah, I just yeah. thought it, I was like, yes, give me all of this, give me all of these like little things that are sprinkled in there that speak to me about the larger picture. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait for the next Ant-Man movie, and maybe he'll be like, yeah, you know, it's been hard trying to get people on my podcast. They don't believe I'm Ant-Man. Like, Man. how yeah. no one believes he's Ant-Man in Endgame when he tries to get a photo. But, no, what else do you have going on besides being one of our fantastic guests on the podcast? Well, um, one of the things that I'm really excited right now, and it has to do with Miss Marvel, is that I'm a very, 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 very big fan of Funko Pops. Uh, my husband and I collect them. We are count, we're over 300 at the time after about a year and a half of collecting. So we're on our way to go, to go crazy with them. And we're really excited that probably in the next few days, there'll be some drops or at least some leaks uh, or, of, or previews of what the Funko Pops are going to be. So very excited about that. Cannot wait to see. 
that like she'll probably have a Funko Bob of her in her cosplay, which would be awesome. Uh, and I, it, it's just, I'm really excited to see stuff like that. So in that spirit, we're excited because I'm on top of collecting, we have a Funko Bob page in Instagram that we are trying to really, you know, grow and create a community and just celebrate this, the, our love for pops. It's called Mania de Pops. It's Spanglish because I'm, we're, you know, my main language is Spanish. So I could not do a page and just do it in English. I had to do both. So uh, feel free to join us. We're growing. We're not that big. We're still in the process, but we do post some really cool pictures. We're trying to get into making some fun reels and uh, it's just come in and let's make a community out of it. It's really fun. Yeah, sounds great. And that's exactly what we want to do here at the Bob and Podcast is create that community where if there's something you like to hear us talk about or if you have thoughts on any show, superhero or comic and you want to bring it to our attention, let us know. We'll read it, we'll watch it, and we'll talk about it on the podcast and let us know your thoughts about any of our episodes. You know, let us know what you think about Miss Marvel and we'll do a season recap and we'll see what happens. But until then, you can keep following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, which you can now listen on YouTube. We just launched our new YouTube channel previously last week, and you can find all of our content there coming soon. But keep subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check out Melanie's Funko page on Instagram. What was it handled one more time? It's Mania de Pops. There we go. Check it out. Give it a follow. Look out for some dope reels and posts. And until next time, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada boom. Bada boom.